This is a HeadGum Original. here we're back with more hobbying more hunting hobby hunter with sydney washington i am sydney this is not a recording of a random person saying sydney i am sydney sydney washington and uh we're doing good we're doing great we are really just we're nose deep into finding more activities to do in this bitch the bitch being the house uh, I, I am still watching TV, which is good. I'm still napping. I'm still buying plants. I'm still checking in on my friends. I, oh, uh, I got a masterclass. I got a masterclass on masterclass uh, with Issa Rae. And that was a gift to myself because it was about like creating a show and TV writing and it was very inspiring. And I, there was all things that she was saying that I already knew. But it was just good to, to hear from somebody that I, I really, really look up to. And I love her work. And I think she's just awesome. And I don't know if Issa Rae is listening to this. But girl, I love your stuff. And your masterclass was just, it was very relatable. And it made me feel like my friend was talking to me about the stuff that I already know that I need to do. And but you had just made it seem so easy. So yeah, I'm I'm still trying to learn more so that I can actually write. Have I written a thing yet? No. But that's why I have hobbies. Because while I'm not doing the thing I'm actually supposed to be doing, hobbies keep me preoccupied. And speaking of an occupation, goodness, this person that is our guest today has occupations upon occupations. He's booked. He's busy. He's my babe. He is a comedian. He's a writer. I'm currently writing for the Amber Ruffin show that's on the Peacock Network, but also doing a little NPC stint as well. Uh, give it up for my husband, Dwayne Perkins. Hello, my sweet baby, Sydney. Hello, my wifey. How you doing, boo? Dwayne, to see your face, I've, I've never been better. I've never been better. <sighs> I love podcasts with my friends on them. I know. And I I do. (laughs) And the fact that I could see your clavicles makes it even better. Uh, Thank you. I wore this just for you so you can see more of my body. (laughs) My husband knows how to turn me on. Uh, Now, let's take it all the way left. You're here for the obvious. I need to know what the hell your hobby is. Let me know. Yes, my hobby is interior design. Um, and it's crazy how many skills I have, and that is one of them. Um, yeah, especially during the pandemic, is uh, I really have had to switch a focus on my space since I'm always in it. Can you just let everyone know all of your skills? Just list them. Okay, let me think. Uh, I am a professional writer. I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, I'm an actor. Um, what else? Dancer. A, oh yeah, I'm a dancer. I was a 
professional dancer for a while. I have a degree in animation. I was a professional interior designer for a little bit. Uh, I was a photographer. Oh, my God. I forgot I had that business. Ah! (laughs) Flex. Uh, Flex. I'm a videographer. Uh, I have those credits. I'm a cinematographer. You know, I went to school for film, so I just really had all the skills. And I could suck a good dick. And I'm kidding. And I'm going to stop you at 10. <laughs> I'm going to stop you at 10 things you're good at. <laughs> Dwayne didn't even know half of those things, okay? I, kn- oh. I, knew, I knew that you were great at writing, comedy, being my husband. Uh, I know that you can dance your ass off. I, I really thought you were going to come here to tell me about dancing, but, I mean, you had to switch gears because you don't even post. You don't even post about that anymore. I did. I haven't. Uh, I miss dancing so much. I haven't been to a dance class in over a year because I'm not going during the pandemic because it's just like a bunch of sweat being thrown around. And that's how you get COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I'm just like not in the mood to be dancing in my house by myself because I'm not that motivated. Uh, but once like I'm able to dance again, I would love to because I miss it so much. But I feel like because of quarantine, I had to get back into the in- interiors because I'm in these four walls all day. I don't leave my house. I'm very much a hermit. And so I needed to find a way to have a sense of peace. And I was like, oh, this is, I'm I'm so glad I have these skills to be able to spruce up a space. And you helped me with that as well. You were a, a, a big part in my uh, spaces evolution. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to put your business out here, but where at Hobby Hunter and I am. You have three floors. Four. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was gonna I I was gonna stop you at three. And uh, you said, uh-uh, four. I mean, but like it's like a townhouse. Like it's like narrow but tall. Um, but it does the four floors have been such a a blessing because it does give you the space in a way that's like so where you feel like because I live with my boyfriend and so mm-hmm. it feels like I don't live with him at times because I'm like I ain't seen him all day and that's how we haven't broken up yet wealth and that is wealth that <laughs> is the that is the true key to keeping a relationship is having money that's it what it is. is and that's why it's a lie when people say money doesn't buy happiness because money buys space which then gives you happiness <laughs> and and you heard it here first guys that's on the record okay don't let them lie to y'all um that's how they try to keep you down nah Capitalism. That's what they did. They created this system. We just trying to survive it. That's all we're trying to do. They don't they don't even understand what we go through. Us people with, I don't know, one bedrooms apartments. But I don't I don't have one bedroom. I have two and I live by Ooh, myself. I mean, nice. I have my cats, but whatevs. So wait, Dwayne. So I didn't even know about this interior design. It, like you went to you not went to school for that, but no, okay, so it's a very funny story because it's it's something I kind of fell into. Mm-hmm. So I was working at a sandwich shop in Chicago when I was in college. I think I was maybe like 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a sandwich shop called Potbelly Sandwich Shop. And uh, their corporation is in Chicago and Merchandise Mart. And so they put up a flyer within our store and said that they were looking for like a, a young, hip art student for a project. And I was like, I'm That's young, you. I'm hip, um, yeah. pick me. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, sure, a little black boy, come over here. So then they gave me an office on the top floor of Merchandise Mart in Chicago, gave me like a corporate credit card. And then they were like, okay, so this is your job. 
you're going to redecorate the pot bellies across the country. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they were like, yeah, I don't know. Just be cool. Um, do research about where the stores are and then buy cool things and then find places within the store to put them. Photoshop them. Like we'll send you pictures of the stores, Photoshop them within the photos and then send those to the GM and then just tell them where to hang it. And I was like, Okay. So then that became my job for like the next six months is me just being like, oh, like learning about like, what does a space need? Um, and then once the job was over, they sent me back to making sandwiches. And I was like, no, <laughs> how no. dare you? Who how the fuck? dare you? You fucking bitches. Like they literally gave me like a taste of like privilege. Cause it was like, and I was 20. So I remember going to lunch with my like bosses and they were all just like drunk and getting like real, like, like it's like 1 p.m. and they getting toasty at lunch. And I'm just like, is this what people with money do? Like, y'all are so crazy to us making sandwiches. Like, if I'm like late at all, y'all trying to fire me. But y'all in here legit fucked up. And, and y'all could pay so much money. And I was like, this is crazy. And then they like let me see the life and then just kicked me out. But I retained some of the skills that I've learned. And you know... I would have never known that if you wouldn't have come on this fucking podcast. And I so know. This, this, this is really about getting to know the people that I love the most. And I am blessed. Now, so you worked at Potbelly and th- I didn't even know that. That, I, that That's uh, low key. I would never know by your bone structure or the fact that I can't see your pores that you worked at Potbelly. But, you know, it could happen to anybody. Potbelly. That's why I'm so humble. <laughs> now you you said they were teaching you how to what belongs in a space what's that so i just had to like learn like okay so if this like they would just send me pictures of these stores and each store Mm -hmm. looked different depending on like what state it was in Mm -hmm. so like the ones in texas had like a more like southern flair and i had to be like okay so i can't buy the same items that i would buy for the store in new york that i would buy in Michigan or that I would buy in in Texas. So just learning about like what the different styles were of each area Mm -hmm. was good. And then having to learn how to like merchandise and like send stuff. And I had to go to like stock rooms and like really, and because I wasn't physically in those spaces, I had to learn how to like see something online and then fit it within a space without having to physically be there, which is, which was like a nice skill to learn. Um, and then just having the access and resources to just like buy stuff. And so like having, finding like new websites, finding like whole, like wholesale places and just like finding the resources that they use and be like, oh, like this is cute. Like instead of like going to like a TJ Maxx, like they have like access to like warehouses and I would just like go through and be like, oh, what is this? What is this? Um, so that was the, the biggest thing is just like the access to it, which then piqued my interest, which then let me let like force not force me, which then like led me to like learn more, just because I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, and I think that like the hierarchy of, of the things that I do, if I like got tired of like entertainment, which girl, I'm getting there, girl, um, <laughs> this is this shit's hard. Uh-huh. Um, that's like that's an an area I wouldn't mind going into. Because I think it still lends to like a creative, artistic place without like being about myself. Because that's the thing about like entertainment, where 
you're creating art, but I feel like we do it a lot because of stand up. It's like from us, mm-hmm. right? and anterior design just felt like I would like look at a thing and be like, "This is pretty there," and it had nothing. It didn't feel like personal, which Ooh. is like nice. But I think I think interior design is an expression of you. Like it's it's a piece of you. It's not necessarily how your home is. Like when mm-hmm. you're helping other people, but I think your the style is a representation of like how cool you are or how how awesome your taste is. Yeah. Yes, and and I like that it took that and then like put it on something else of being like, oh, I'm just gonna like show you how cool I am, and if you don't like it, like it doesn't matter because like right. It's not like, it's not, you're not dragging me. You're dragging like a thing. Like if I'm like, here's this picture and you're like, you don't like it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you, just, you just sounded like the picture. Okay. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with me. Let's find another picture. Okay. So how many, how many apartments have you lived in since like learning interior design? Um, one, two, one, two, three, four, four, four. Mm-hmm. Four apartments. Now you have four floors. Look at that. Look at God. Okay. <laughs> we love symmetry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you would you say you always um designed your apartments or this is the first one that you were like really going at it? I think the first one was a place in Chicago. Uh when I was still there, my boyfriend like bought a condo. Like the a same loft. boyfriend you have now? Uh-huh. I mean, like, there was, like, a period where we, like, weren't together. But, like, <laughs> then he bought a condo. And then we, like, fixed it up. And that's when I was, like, oh. And, again, it came with, like, space and resources. He had a job. He had money. So I was, mm-hmm. like, hey, give me that so that I can help this space. Um, like, the first couple of places I lived at were not cute because I didn't have, like, the resources to make them cute. So, like, I wanted it to be better, but, like, I just couldn't. And then as I started to like work and get more money to like actually like buy stuff, I think that then gave me the like privilege to then be able to like really do up the spaces that I was living. This is, I would say the place that I'm saying now because I have the most money now. Ooh, um, okay. I mean, oh, just like. Okay. Oh, it's, just, it's what it is. That's it is what it is. Um yeah. I'm not saying how much money I have. It's just more than when I was like super duper poor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't know if you've been listening. We are 12 minutes in, and if you want to get into interior design, the key is money. You gotta have money. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's that's basically <laughs> what I saw. I was like, how are you gonna buy stuff if you ain't gonna like? It's just like it's the art of buying shit <laughs> for your house. It's the <laughs> art of buying shit, <laughs> Julia. Pin that. That is the title. The art of buying shit. Okay. Uh, and that's like, that's super fun. I love buying shit. And I like spaces. Like, I like vibes. And a space, like, a vibe can really affect your mood. And because mm-hmm. I'm in the crib a lot, I have to dictate certain spaces for certain vibes. And now, since yeah. we're like working from home constantly, I'm like, I don't want work vibes all the time. So I have no. to be able to dictate when it's the work vibe. When it's the high vibe, when it's the drunk vibe, when it's the sexy vibe, you just need like things and to like dictate that. And Sydney's, um, her sex lights really helped that. Let's talk about <laughs> let's me. Let's talk about let's, you, let's... baby. Okay. Okay. So Dwayne, um, I remember you had, when you asked me, I, first of all, I felt honored. I felt honored that you were like, you wanted to get on this sex light train. 
But I, I didn't know if you were going to properly do it. And when I saw the photos, bitch, I was mwah, chef's kiss. I was so freaking proud. Thank you. I mean, I couldn't have done it without you. I like no joke. Like watching your stories really did like, I don't, they were inspiring. And I was like, oh, like she really like you. I don't know. Like, I feel like the way that you were spending time by yourself was aspirational. And I was like, oh, like that's how I want to feel when I'm by myself. Like I want to feel good. I want the space to feel like good. And I don't know, whenever I watch your stories, it made me happy. So I was like, maybe that's the goal. <laughs> like be more like Sydney. <laughs> literally, literally, a t- a tear. my lashes are about to fall off because I'm crying. I'm crying. You, you, you know what it is? I think that uh, lighting is is everything because a lot of people like the daytime because the sun is out and then when it's cloudy you're like oh I don't want to do anything and then when it's raining you're like mm, I kind of want to feel sexy so I think that the lights that you, you you've put in your apartment and you have all these different floors you can change the lighting on the floor so you're like I'm gonna work I'm gonna work on floor two and then we're gonna party on floor four you know that's what's so fun is like you can create the like floor vibe. So like you'll be like, okay, because like my office, so like the second floor is not like a whole floor. It's just like a loft yeah. floor. Yeah. Uh, so my desk is there. So that's like where I work. There's like a work vibe, but it's in the middle of like two floors and there's like no wall. So like yeah. the work vibe is just like a mixture of like the downstairs vibe and the upstairs vibe. And upstairs is sex. Downstairs is just like chill. And so work is just like this like mixture of like sex and like chill which is forcing me to be like get this shit done so that you can go either chill or fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's all mental it all plays a part (laughs) i mean i don't know if you tuned in we're 16 minutes in and i am i am engulfed in Dwayne perkins everything you want to be in his house i've been in your place and it's beautiful the walls are so white so clean it's it's you don't have too much going on. It's not um, chaos. I have a lot going Like, there's plants, there's lights, there's paintings, there's colors. Um, you, 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 like, stick to the script in terms of, like, you got a nice color couch. You got, like, a decent amount of art. Not, not on every wall. You're mm-hmm. not doing too much. Yeah, I think that um, my brain feels very cluttered, like, and based on the work that we do, I feel like I'm like writing on these shows. There's like a bunch of characters. There's just like a lot of shit happening. And so to contrast that, I want my space to be like as clean and minimal as possible so that <clears throat> I don't feel like every part of my life is just like cluttered. Uh, and I can't, it's so much harder to clean my brain because so many people want things from me all the fucking time. And so in at home, I get to dictate that. So I'm like, okay, I know that like, Sure, I can't stop people from emailing me and asking me for stuff. But I know that when I walk into my house, if it's like clean, that gives me peace, which helps me ignore the rest of these people. And so like the I spend most of my time with myself. And so that should be the most enjoyable part of my day, which is the space. Like is you in a space by yourself. So the vibe is created by you in the space. And so like let's get this space. together so at least if i'm not at least the space is so like one of us is doing well which then helps me want to be better because i'm like let me be like the space and just like chill out 
or like that like really helps regulate my mood is by kind of forcing the space to help regulate that. Okay. So a lot of people would say that this has been the worst time of their life, but I've been watching and we, you know, we talk, we have like hour hours conversation and I feel like it's been pretty damn good for you. Yeah, which is like bad. It I makes know, me feel guilty. I, know, I, know, <laughs> I do feel no. very guilty about it. No, but like it's, I think timing wise, it just worked out well for me. And based mm. on like the choices I've made in my life in terms of like my skills. And so like when performing kind of stopped, like stand up, all that stopped. I, because I had writing and me working at home was just me writing at home quarantine kind of just gave me the time and space to finish all the stuff that I had to do. Um, And because I was working on a show that was working from home, it was all based in my house. So I was still making money. Like things didn't stop for me. It just kind of translated into a different form, which was great, um, honestly, because like I don't like leaving my house. And so everything kind of, I always thought that the way things worked was wrong and broken. And so I feel like quarantine about helped. you mean you mean in in general about like how yes, we just work in terms of like so how much. the world yeah. works and just yeah. like how capitalism is made so that we like we just we're working constantly. And to be able to continue to do my job in a way that was like better for me. And then being able to like tell my boss, like, oh, look, we're doing the same thing. And we don't have to do all that useless, stupid shit I always thought was useless and stupid. That that part has been very good for me. I've been like, yes, I, I can now be on this show and not have to go into a room full of white people. <laughs> and that's just like, that's such a plus for me. And that's um, on Mary Had a Little Lamb. And that's what that is. Like, I'm like, what's better? Me being in a room that I have to drive through in traffic, get to this place, sit in this room with these people, or do the same job at my house with my dogs? Like... There is no comparison. <laughs> and and because you said that so seamlessly, let's just take a little break, y'all. Just like pause and we'll be back. Okay, Dwayne, listen, I've never been more in love with you until like right now, it's just like <laughs> hearing all of this, and it's only been I'm I'm keeping score, honey. Twenty minutes. You are flying through this, and we're we're just like learning so much about not just your space, but just how you think. And like, I don't know. I I I feel like now I am I have been focusing more on the design of my home or the way I want things that come in or come out. And I, even though I love my space, I am still cluttered. And when you were talking about just making things more like clean and minimal, I I definitely want to work on that. And I'm like, how the hell do you get there? How do you Marie Kondo your depression and anxiety? I I mean, I think it's an apathy. Like, so this has been a problem since I was a kid. Like I'm very much just like, I don't care about stuff. Like logically, I'm like, okay, if, I let's say that like you have a closet full of stuff and you're like, 
I got to go through that closet. In my head, I'm like, if I ain't seen this shit in years, it doesn't mean anything. Like that has shown me that like, I don't need this stuff. I've just gone my whole like last year of my life without thinking about anything in this closet. So why do I think I got to go through this? Throw it away. Fuck it. Throw it away. And that's, that's kind of been my point of view since I was a kid. And my mother, one time I convinced my mother to like, let me clean her house. Mm -hmm. She was complaining like, my house is junky, it's cluttered. And I was like, let me clean it. And she was like, what? And I was like, let me clean your house. Leave for a couple hours. Let me clean it. And she came back and she was so mad at me. I threw so much shit away. And she was like, how could you throw that away? And I was like, what was it? Hmm? What was in that closet? You tell me what was in it and then I'll go get it. If you can't, then that's garbage. Like, it just doesn't make sense for you to keep that when it doesn't hold any actual relevance to your existence. If Like, if your life would never be different from that thing being in or out of your life, you don't need it. Playing devil's advocate on Hobby Hunter. Oh, listen, I know that we're supposed to be hobbies, but I'm going to get some devil in here. Listen... <laughs> You said that about things, but what about people? What about Same. people? They're, Same. They're this, no, no, no. Dwayne, <laughs> take off. that back. Take that back. Take, <laughs> take that back. Take it back. Take it back. No, I don't. Mm -mm. There's, I will say that the whole like 12 months, there are people that I had not spoken to in a while or thought that they were not necessary. And no, they, they came in right on time, man. I mean, well, those are people. I'm, not oh, talking, right. I'm talking about like- okay. Bunch of shit in your house and people. That's like kind of different. Hey, hey, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'm, my shoes are people. Okay. And sometimes people are pieces of shit. So, you know, it goes back and forth. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, listen, I hate that you're always right, but you're pretty, you're pretty right on that. Um, do you, do you have any advice for people who are trying to, get into interior design right now who are kind of like stuck in the focusing on, well, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough space. H how do you get into interior design and, but only having, you know, a small budget? I think that uh, you start with the actual space and not mm -hmm. necessarily like items. You think about like what you have and how you can and like what you can do with that space. So before I lived in the place that I live now, I lived in a studio um, in Koreatown. And it oh, was is like, it the one that I went to? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. And like, and it was like pretty small, but because I knew that like, okay, I don't have multiple rooms trying to figure out like, well, how can I separate the space that I have to still create the same vibe of being like, well, I know on this side of the room, that's where I sleep. So I want that to have a greater sense of peace than mm -hmm. on this side of the room where the couch is where I key key. So just like knowing what you want to feel in the spaces that you have and then choosing all, then making all of your choices to like amplify that. So if you're like, okay, I know that like I want to host and have people over, but I don't want them in my bedroom, but you live in a studio, then you know you're going to have to find some kind of way to separate the space so that when people come over, they are not, uh, there's no enticing of them to like enter your bedroom space. Mm -hmm. So like figuring out like, okay, what can separate this? Is there like a, like a, a chest or is there like a, like a blind or like a, so just finding and then going through your mind and be like, well, that's ugly. That's ugly. That's ugly. That's cute. That's cute. And then just figuring out what the resources you have uh, afford to you. So mm -hmm. if you can't afford something 
expensive, maybe you can make something. Maybe you can thrift something. There's still ways to like make your space something without having to spend a bunch of money. Cause I know that like there's a pandemic, ain't nobody got no money. Ain't no, like people are ain't nobody got no jobs. <laughs> like three people have jobs. I'm one of them. <laughs> like it's <laughs> things are bad. <laughs> That is actual factual. Um, okay, I think that's I think that's honest. I mean, yes. do you have do you have a like what was the best and worst time of like trying to like fix up your home? Um, like painting. Uh, when I lived in Chicago, me and my boyfriend was trying to like we were doing the painting on our own because mm-hmm. we were like, oh, it would like save us money, and it was so hard just because I didn't and. That's just some personally, I am, I think I want to work hard. Like I work hard to eventually get to a place to, so that I can pay people to do things I don't want to do. Cause like, I just don't want to do things. Like I already learned enough skills. I don't want to be a fucking painter. <laughs> and so like just doing that and it, and because I didn't know how to do it, I had to like learn how to do it and then try to do, then try to execute it in a way that like felt good and it didn't mm-hmm. feel good because I wasn't good at it so I was like why am I doing this like and then it came out and we were done and then it was ugly and I was like yeah because we don't know how to fucking paint like why did mm-hmm. we think we could do this so just like being honest with yourself and like truthful with like what you can actually do like if you know that you're going to do some DIY stuff being okay with it being DIY because like if you coming in with some DIY thinking it's going to be like the best you might be in for a rude awakening like I was and yeah. just being like realistic with like what you can pull off and being like, yeah, this is like a little homie. And that's why I did it. Cause I wanted to do it myself, but you can't be out here being like, look, ain't this like the best job ever. And there's just paint every fucking way. Like, no, that's not cute. Painting your house. is kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of like anal. It's not for everybody. And it's very messy. It is not. And there's going to be a lot of deep breathing and frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, we got a segment. Can you believe Ooh, it? Can you love believe a segment. it? And we have a segment. Uh, it's called Too High for My Taste, uh, where I talk about hobbies that are just, it's just too much, like either financially or just mentally. And today it's beekeeping. Beekeeping costs about $400 to $650 just to start. So that's like getting, getting the equipment. Uh, you know, there's like, a hat, there's gloves, there's this, um, this, the can that kind of like calms the bees down. It's, it's very, it's a lot of stuff that you can get, but I mean, it is profitable because I mean, the bees are dying and we're like saving them if you're a beekeeper and all the honey that you make, I mean, you're, you'll be in a house full of honey, but is the honey worth getting stung by a bee? What if the bees attack you? And where the hell do you live that you just, like, have a plethora of bees in your neighborhood? I mean, I just think, like, from the top down is all just, like, (laughs) a a, a no for me. (laughs) Um, It's, like, from the bees. I got stung by my face in a bee when I was younger. And one of my aunts was like, we got to take this stinger out by putting a cigarette on it. And I was like, you are insane. So I feel like bees in general are just a trigger for me. Okay. Um, But just, like, I don't know. Here's the thing about like hobbies that deal with other people. Like bees are dying and they're like living things. Mm-hmm. And I just don't trust humans enough to be like, why are you bothering them? Like, can you go let them live? Because like most hobbies, there is a learning curve. 
Like you're like you're not just out here coming out the gate good at the hobby. So in mm-hmm. my mind, you're not gonna be good with these bees right off the jump. So you're paying this four hundred dollars to like a beginner course with the bees. So in my head, you probably gonna accidentally kill some of these bees, and they are already dying. So like you are just a bigger problem, and that's just like a hobby that I'm like, yo, chill, chill, chill. Like that should be a profession, um, because like they dying. So like you shouldn't be taking this like too lightly. Like don't just be like, I'm bored. Let me go figure out how to play with some bees. Yeah. You end up killing a whole species of bees because you're out here fucking around trying to get some honey. Uh, Dwayne, the way your <laughs> mind works, the way your mind works. Also, I saw a video on the dodo and it was like, this woman was saving this colony of bees and the legit, there were bees everywhere all around her, but they were calm. They were very calm, but she was trying to like find the queen and protect the queen and then, and then the colony will follow. And, I was just like, wow, if they could, I mean, maybe the cops need to take a, a like a, a tip from beekeepers. Like they're, they're allegedly in a hostile in, um, environment, but they're just so calm. And they, she didn't attack them. She didn't kill them. She saved every single last bee. Okay, maybe that is what we're realizing is that beekeepers should be cops because they're better at de-escalation Ooh. than actual cops. Um, so defund the cops and give it to beekeepers. Boom. Then we save the bees and black people. Bam. Is that, is that a bit? It. That's a bit. <laughs> Dwayne, if you could just craft that into a tweet and then um, can we share that tweet? Yes. And then it'll, and then it, and then it'll go viral. I think... I think that's the collab that I was wanting, that I was I, needing for this year with you. See, I think that's what Twitter needs, a new feature where we can co-write tweets. <laughs> I would love that. Well, I think on Twitter, people, like, uh, they'll have a joke and then everybody tries to punch it up see, no, in no, the thread. I hate that. It has to be, like, <laughs> a, a consensual, like, hey, me and Sydney, we have agreed to co-write this tweet. And nobody else can add anything because we don't want your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> this this is our writer's room and you need to respect it. Exactly. Where's the okay. WGA? Help oh. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Dwayne. I, unfortunately, we, like, hit everything in such a amount of time. I'm... I wish that our conversations could be this short in real life. (laughs) We're so, I mean, we got everything. You are one of the people that I don't talk to every single day, but whenever we talk, I'm like, I feel good. I feel fulfilled or I feel full. And I mean, I I wish I could just bring you back on. I know there's another hobby we could talk about. I'm sure there are too. I mean, I, I, same. I really enjoy talking to you. I think you have such a... I don't know, a kind like outlook and openness to just like hearing different points of views. And I don't think you're necessarily talking to hear yourself talk, but you're talking to like learn, which is very nice. It's a very big difference to have a conversation where you're both seeking a greater understanding of each other and the way that the world works instead of just like blah, 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 blah. Cause niggas just be talking. I'd be like, they do. <laughs> they do. Be t- they, d- they do be talking, but I don't know if you're listening Know that you could be working at Potbelly and you can be the next Dwayne Perkins, who's literally doing everything and anything and one of the most brilliant minds I've ever encountered. And I'm 36 years old. Oh, wow. That's so nice. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. um, So please plug everything and anything that you're doing. Where can people find you? Please, please, please. Oh, my God. Yes. You can find me on the Twitter 
at Dwayne Perkins. That's D-E-W-A-Y-N-E Perkins on Instagram at Dwayne K Perkins. And oh, I would love to plug the Amber Ruffin show. Yes, it's, Amber it's been, Ruffin. It's, a fanta- it's been a fantastic experience. I love mm-hmm. Amber so much. And uh, and our show is being played on NBC March right. 5th at 1.30 a.m. Eastern. That's 10.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it will be on NBC. So watch it. Ugh. I love you. I love Amber. This is also great. Uh Everybody, if you have your home and you're into interior design, why don't you take a little picture and tag me? And Dwayne, give me some photos of your apartment. Just like, if you don't mind, I would love to, just some, so they could see the lighting. Just a little I smidge. Will. There's there's one on my grid right now that was inspired. It's purple and it's based on you. So oh. yeah, I'll share that with you. Oh, I wish I could give you a hug right now. Uh, me um, too. It's been too long and I'm mad about it. Like yeah. truly like enraged. <laughs> Oh, I'll see you soon. I always see you in my dreams. Uh, I love you so much, Dwayne. I love you too. Guys, listen. You know, this is the first time ever. I'm going to I'm going to give him like the highest score. Like 1 out of 5. I don't know how we were, I've, I've been doing this for weeks now and I'm like, does one mean it's the best? Yes. One means it's the best. So it's, this is the best hobby because it's bettering your home, bettering your mind, clearing your space. And I, I'm trying to do that. I'm getting into that now. And I resonated so hard with Dwayne. Also, he's my husband, but whatevs. It's just you can't go wrong. And I think there is a way to buy things for your home and not break the bank. So it's a one. It's a one for me, guys. The best. Literally the best. But there, we'll, we have more hobbies coming up. So who knows? Somebody might beat Dwayne. Uh, but it is not a competition. But I do know that I'm already into interior design and I'll just get better. I might even post my home. You never know. So Hello. Did you did you write to me yet? Are we writing? Uh, hey, H-E-Y at headgum.com or tweet to me your favorite hobbies. Whatever hobby you're doing, I want to know about it because I'm obsessed. That's all. I mean, drink a cup of water every time you hear hobby on Hobby Hunter and see how moisturized and hydrated you are. I want you to tell me what constitutes a hobby. I'm not asking for much, guys. And also, have you rated? Have you subscribed? Have you told a friend? Have you reposted me? I mean, I get some people in my DMs. Thank you so much. But I want a little bit more engagement because I'm putting in this work. And I don't know if the work is hidden if you're not writing. So write in, review me, do all of that, and make me feel good because I need it. Anywho, we will be back next week. In the meantime, I want you to happy hobbying all over the damn place. Happy hobbying, guys. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.